Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King. I'm your host and just excited as always to be with you here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. Just talk about the church and all the wondrous things that God has got going on in his kingdom. And the more we do this show, the more exciting things we get to hear about. Uh, this is show number 955 today. We have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And uh, I have a person that I've become friends with, Brother Paul Bass, back on the broadcast with us today. Brother Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pastor Jack. Now, I used to introduce you as the uh, station manager at the local Christian station, but you have uh, left that position and God's moved you to another place now. That's right. That's, that's right. Now you, I'm working I'm working for the state now. For the state. Are you enjoying the transition? I am. I'm enjoying it more than, probably than I thought. Really? I, since I've been here, there have been a lot of people who've suggested, say, you know, you should do video for the state. And I, I said, you know, it's not like the state needs somebody. I don't, I don't see any jobs out out there and and strangely when someone else left the station he looked into this job but then he he was offered two jobs uh-huh. two different ones he, he had to pick and so he said you know what i think this one's better for you really so uh he gave him my name and and everything and and the the, the lord had told me through more than one person i always look for uh for that you know for that second witness at sure. least you know and r3 yes exactly <laughs> and at least second and and uh he had a couple different people to say things that he, you know one one is uh my good friend bill johnson said he said the lord's uh someone's going to offer you and he says but uh, I, f- I feel like the lord says don't take the first one and uh, so that was the second job that I was offered. Really? Yeah, actually, I said no to the first one, <laughs> and it and it wasn't, and it was also because it, it was wisdom not to take that first mm-hmm. one. I would have liked to. It was in Colorado, but oh, you know well, that means you'd have to leave Tallahassee. We oh, don't, we right, don't, we don't right. Want you to do that, <laughs> right? There was a lot, a lot of reasons yeah. to stay here, and and so the Lord opened up something so we didn't have to move. And this is the first time in my career as tv production that i've ever gotten a job and not moved yeah because you're kind of like a preacher <laughs> yes. time when preachers have they have to go to another town and they have to move and yeah yeah so and coaches and people who are in those type of professions so right kind of goes with the territory mm-hmm. so you got to stay here in tallahassee but it wasn't hard for you to leave the station i mean you had invested a lot of your life into that station i mean was it was it a difficult change it was a difficult change and you know but knowing that the lord opened up the door was you know was the good thing uh-huh. and the and you know my the people i worked with in that ministry when i told them they were so supportive they were, wow and they say wow you're going to work for the state you know and they're just so happy that you know that that it, we want light we want to be light in different areas of society right. anyways you know and be a positive force for the Lord. So that was, uh, you know, so many confirmations mm-hmm. with that. But yeah, I miss it. It was, it was uh, a lot of fun just being able to, especially, you know, I met you and I met other right. pastors. That was my favorite part of it, getting to, 
you know, fellowship with pastors right. throughout the town. Sure. And, yeah. and the thing about it is that you get to find out how just vast and wide the kingdom of God is. Yes. And, and you get to meet all these neat people, like what I get to do and, uh, right. and doing this. But the thing about it is that you, did you, did you start the station here in Tallahassee? No. no it, it was already going. Right. When you came. Right. Okay. Well, like anytime that you invest a lot of yourself into something and to make that transition, but the, there was a position that uh, I had done for a long, long, long time. And it was that time to move on. And what the Lord had to show to me, he says, look, you're not the only person that can do this job. Mm. But you, you, you get that way sometimes. Right. Like, oh, nobody else can do it like I do. And they won't. They won't do it just like you, but they'll right. do it a different way, and it'll be fine. Right. And so I had to learn that. Okay, look, just sometimes you just got to let it go, lay it down. God's moving me on to something else, and, let, and give this to him. Mm-hmm. And he can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Very similar. Situation. But now you're also a um, writer of children's books, and you've been doing that for a long, long time. And now, let's go back and explore that a little bit. How long? I mean, how long have you been doing it? I mean, I, mean, I know you said you wrote three books so far. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to say, you know, it's one of those things. And and I mentioned I before this, I said I, I'm ADD, and and honestly, I am. You know, the the typical diagnosis of of what someone with ADD does I'm you know I get multiple inspirations so before I ever wrote finally wrote the Chris the Christian children's book I had notes and you know so I'd been writing it for for many years but 2006 I put it together mm-hmm. and uh, the first one and we talked about that last time I was here the singing stone right and it was it was a neat opportunity because we had we were out in Hollywood at the time out in California and the Lord brought us there literally as missionaries. Okay. And so I saw this ad for a reality show. And the reality show was about people, it's called resolutionaries, people who are making a change and are going to, you know, commit to making a change in their life. And so, you know, I just wrote sort of an essay on all the ideas that have been going around in my head for many, many years, <laughs> but I don't see any fruit, uh-huh. you know, because they do, they get in the way of each other, you yeah. know, if I don't prioritize them and uh, rely on the Holy Spirit for that. So, uh, we, we did that, and so it became a, a part of their focus for the show. Really? Is to watch me do the progress of creating, il- writing, illustrating, and I had a friend who was in, um, in Sarasota at the time who was acting as my editor. Okay. And I would send him one and he'd say, no, it needs to rhyme or, you know, or something, you know, this is a kid's book. It needs to rhyme. Right. So I go through and I change the whole thing to where it rhymes. Like, no, it's not the right rhythm, you know, like, and so then I went, so I went back away from the rhyming thing, right. you know, it's not Dr. Seuss. And so, you know, but it was, um, so they just followed me along, uh-huh. you know, and uh, illustrating. And so some of the shots from that show w- was actually me setting up a camera over and drawing out one of the. You so know, so one you of the not pages. only write them, you illustrate them as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. But 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 what is uh, the the children's angle to you? Why why children's books? Well, because cartoons are generally family friendly uh not these days if you watch cartoon network and various things like that there's a lot that are aimed at older people but you know they seem to be family friendly and and it's just been the you know drawing cartoons is probably is is one of the gifts that i've been given that uh my father before he passed away you know he even 
kind of directed me toward that. And he says, you really need to focus on these cartoons. And so the cartoons kind of tell the story. And when you do that, I mean, I have a little bit, I just have a passion for kids and that the kids get that, that as, as you do, you get that nugget, those nuggets of truth. Right. And, you know, but the, there's also an essay at the end of each one of my books that's, uh, it's sort of like the lesson that I'm also kind of showing the parents who are reading it or whoever's reading it. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. You know, so I usually do sort of a sermonette on the, at the end of each of these little books. So, the, so the books are cartoons mm-hmm. written in cartoon form. Right. Such. Okay. One of them was, it had my cartoons, but it was a mixed media. And that one, that one is called uh, Stuart and His Marbles. And that is actually pictures of me dressed as a character. <laughs> really? So, yeah, I kind of like acted out the thing. And then I also drew pictures of marbles and various things. And I had a sock puppet so, in So, you, you took a picture of yourself and then you did a, a, t- a cartoon type of character of you. Or was it actually you? It was, it was, they were actually photos of the me. The actual photos. They were, right. Okay. They weren't drawings. Right. Okay. And so, then I did like a Bible verse and then I talk about Judas uh, betraying Jesus for money. And so, I, there's a cartoon of a hand exchanging for a bag of money. And, you know, there's various cartoons in it. So, it's mixed. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, okay. So, so how, how long has this been going on? I mean, 20 years, 30 years? Well, 2006 was the first time I, first okay, one well, I published. Okay, well, that's been fairly recent. That's yeah. about 14 years. Okay. So. But, but, but the, the concepts and ideas had been there for a long, long time. Right, right. So, you knew you wanted to do something along the line of children's as a children's book or as children's illustration or something of that nature. So, you knew that all along. Right. But it just took that moment of time when you said, if I don't get going on this, and I know that, I know how that works. <laughs> it's I, not going to happen. No, because like I said, I did a one book, and now I, I've got others I want to do, and I just don't seem to get to it. And I've, and I've started a few times. I sit down, and, but it doesn't get anywhere. And I've said, how did I get the discipline to do this before? And I said, i got to recapture that because it's important because it has to become almost an obsession in a way. <laughs> <laughs> to get you to stay with it. Right. And like the the book that I wrote, it took me 10 years, but it was never far out of my mind that I need to be doing it. But I, usually it had something to do with me being out of town somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I, when I go, I said, I'm going to take some time and I'm going to get away. And, and sometimes I go to our national convention. Instead of being at the convention there today, I'd be you know, locked up in a hotel room someplace. Right. Go to the meetings at night. Whatever it took to get it done. But it just, you have to have that mindset. So you were at that point. You had it in your mind. Got to do this. Okay, 2006, it's time to get this thing done. So right. once you actually started, how long did it take you? Oh, wow. Well, that one, because we signed up for that show, we had a hard deadline. Because, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to make this show. And if I don't do this, then I'll put somebody else on it or whatever, you know. Right. And... uh which I wasn't getting paid a, a red cent, but it was a great experience. So that put fire under me, and that's all I did for forty-five days. Really, is I took that time off, and I may I may have taken because I was doing some some uh, well, I was acting, I was doing acting, I was taking acting jobs, and and going to 
Um, really? Well, this is a side of you that I don't even know anything yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> well, I had, the, I had the drama ministry, and it, honestly, I felt called to go out as a missionary to go out there. Uh, we had sold we had sold a house and, and done well on it, so we essentially scholarshiped ourselves that, for that year. We said, okay, we can live for a year on now, when you say X amount of we, money. you're talking about you and your wife. Wife and two children. Two children. At that time. So, so right. wh- where were you living before you went to California? Lake Wales. Lake Wales, Florida. Mm-hmm. And so you said, okay, I'm going to go do the Hollywood thing. Yes. So did you have connections before you went? I knew some. I knew one family out okay. there that I had grown up with. So you're kind of stepping out in the dark here. Stepping out in the dark because I honestly, I had a, um, a uh, grandmother who said, after seeing one of the skits, one of the videos that we made, said, you should go to Hollywood. And I said, okay. Really? And, and we did. Okay, I think we need to back up either. Let, let, let's go back to Lake Wales. Lake Wales. Yeah, what was going on there? I mean, you're talking about a, a ministry of media, dramas, and, and what were you doing there? Okay, well, I was in, Is the church was actually in Lakeland, and a friend of mine that I graduated college from and I, we had a uh, Christian drama, comedy drama ministry. Okay. We did skits. Okay. Okay, and... This was interesting, Pastor Jack, because that was something that I wanted to do from day one when I was in college, and I kept, you know, and I did drama club and things like that. But I wanted to do skits. I wanted to do funny skits, Saturday Night Live type stuff, but okay. clean and glorifying. And I would try, I'd get people to, hey, let's have a meeting, I'd get people, and it never happened. And then I, I said, and I want to say it's about 1998, maybe, 97, 98, 99, somewhere in that ballpark, and I said, ah, you know what, God, I'm done. Because I kept trying, I kept, uh-huh. you know, I did like a skit night one night, made some videos and it worked, but I never could, never got anyone interested in being a part of it, you know? Right. And I didn't see myself as a stand-up comedian or anything like that, you know? And I said, I'm done. I am done. I'm sorry. I must have been wrong. I'm not doing this. And that relief came over me like, I've been, I've been carrying this burden on me that I had to start this drama ministry and I, and I finally was like, when I, I'm done, that, that burden was gone. And I'm telling you, Pastor Jack, within, I believe it was within a week, maybe two weeks, I just go golfing with our pastor. And the pastor says, do you know anyone who can write me some skits? From <laughs> really? I could give them subject matter uh-huh. and a scripture. Do you know anyone who could write me some skits? And I was afraid to say, I wanted to jump and say, yeah, uh-huh. but I was afraid to say something because I, I just told God, no, right, you know, I right. just said, I'm not doing this, <laughs> you know, and then I prayed and, you know, like sometimes I'll pray and I feel like he's smiling at yeah, me right? and I feel like he was smiling at me and I'm praying like, should I? Uh-huh. And it's almost like, what have you been asking for right. for 15 years now, you know? So, so that's so how you, that came when about. When you laid this down over here, got, yeah. got I, picked it up. That's what it was, is I, I, I let go of it and gave, gave it to him. So this the desire to do the, the videos or acting or whatever had been for a long time, since your child? I mean, did you have that when you were a kid? You wanted to do this? Yeah, oh yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And so uh, you grew up, and it's just the desire was there. So when you're we're talking about here, in, when you're in Lakeland in the church, you were a grown man by that time. Oh yeah. So married. You know. So had you done it as a child? I mean, like in school, in school oh, yeah. or the church or. That's the other thing. Is I was a really shy, really insecure, shy child. Okay. In junior high, a a lady said, "Will you be in our play?" Uh huh. And again, I don't know where what she saw in me, but I always wanted to. But I was afraid to go out for those things, and so I said, "Okay." And it was a comedy. Uh huh. And I got to play some part where I chew gum and I jump on the cat, jump over the couch, and I'm kind of like the neighbor kid, you know, the who's the comedic relief or whatever. And it was like this shy uh, eight eighth grader, just like boom, right. you know, when I got on the it stage. Amazing, <laughs> yeah. So I, I really owe it yeah. to her. Her name is Miss Maxwell. I think she's passed away since then, but. Uh, Whatever it was that saw that, and that that you know that brought a kind, lot kind, out kind of me as a child. In it. Yeah. Okay. So you, so you did that. Did you do some stuff in the church after that? I did. You know, when when the church play would come around, you know, certain things like that. Um, some you know different. I continued with the mm-hmm. high school plays, and we did you know comp, drama competitions and things like that. I certain you know you, you start to hone it or whatever, right. figure out what things you can do and can't. You know, they they give me like a Shakespeare thing, <laughs> that didn't work because right. I was like an upper class girl I, I was playing you know like a you know this shakespeare romeo juliet kind of thing or whatever and i was afraid of her you know it was like <laughs> she's a cheerleader you know whatever you know so um the tension was real but it wasn't a romantic tension there but um yeah so i kept doing that and and, and then what about college did, you did a did a couple plays in college okay now, yeah. now, did you go to a secular college or a, a Christian, Christian college? Christian college. It's called Warner University now. It's called Warner Southern College, which okay. I started doing, um, well, talent shows there. Okay. And I would, uh, you know, someone, again, just randomly said, do you want to host our talent show? And I said, sure. And I, like, that's where my attention went oh, completely away from studies. And I just... What am I going to do for this talent mm-hmm. show? That that's all I thought of, right? You know, um, but, but you managed I'll to read pass. my books, you yeah, pass somewhere, right, right, <laughs> right. somehow in there. Okay, so so this, this whole thing has been building in in your life. So that so now you're out of Bible college, you're in this church, trying to start a some type of a ministry. It's not working. But then when you let it go, pastor says, "Hey, <laughs> got something for somebody to do," and then you volunteered. Okay, mm-hmm. so from there. Uh, how did it lead into going to Hollywood? From there, well, we just kept doing doing our skits there, and I had a really good partner who was smart as can be. So we would we'd make some clever things. Which, by the way, the book that I mentioned earlier, Stuart and His Marbles, was one of our skits that I turned into, oh. and that's what I intend to do to some of those. We have loads of scripts that are you know from the back in the day right. you know and the, and many of them i think are are worthy of, of putting together <laughs> as, as a little skit because they're all morality christian morality right, plays right. you know uh so yeah i'm but it was i kept feeling there was something going on i was working for comcast at the time and there were some things going on and in 
you know, spiritually. And I kept feeling like I need to get uh, like a calling. And when uh, it was my my wife's grandmother, actually, who said, you should go to Hollywood, uh-huh. you know, and I had been there have been some times where I had toyed with that, All right. that idea. But then the idea was always like, well, you know, you can always do wherever you are. You can always do this type stuff, you know. Um, so why would I need to go there? But this sort of thing kept calling in the back of my head, you know. And she's when she said that, it just was another one of those little... And I said, I will. And there's been times where I've spoken things in faith like that, where I said to her, okay, I will. It was from that moment I knew that we would. Does wow. that make sense it, to you? Mm-hmm. Because I, it was like that affirmation of that right. positively well, speaking. You're, you're, that. You're, it was her grandmother or her mother. It was her grandmother. Her, so her grandmother affirmed something, right? And sometimes, if you have a personality like me, you need to be affirmed. And sometimes when that affirmation comes forth, then it gives you the assurance that hey, God did this thing, mm-hmm. and we step out. And so right. you did. So, but that was a pretty bold move. And you sold your house and, and decided to go to Hollywood. <laughs> and you didn't really know anybody except one person. I think you said right. Okay. So, what did you do? You just said, "Let's go out there and rent a house." Or <laughs> yeah, it was it was a rich year. When you're walking in in what he's calling you to do, uh, yeah, it's like every moment is 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 rich, you uh-huh. know. And uh, it it was. The only thing is we we did I feel like we didn't have the faith that we needed and we didn't stay out there as long as we were supposed to. I don't know how long he wanted us out there. We we put a year down on paper and said we'll do a year and see what the Lord does. But yeah, we I what, I found a book by a Christian by the way who who made a living as a background actor. Okay. His name is Cullen Chambers. Okay. And he said um he wrote a book which I was at a Biola Media conference in LA one time, maybe I want to say two or three years before that, and I had uh, I found this book in an old used bookstore, and you know, doing the tourist thing with a friend of mine after the conference, and I read this book and I was like, you, can, I think it was called "You Can Make a Living in Hollywood" or something like that, and it's like it was the idea of is you don't have to be not everybody goes there to be a star. You, if you're an actor, you enjoy the the production process. You can go out there and you can make a living. Really, and so that was so he. It was like <laughs> this little, you know, a handbook. Huh? You know, you go and get your picture here. You go and you you sign up with Central Casting, and you you know. So it was very. It was laid out, and it's one of one of the only times where I, as an ADD person, was I had this piece of paper that was able to yeah (laughs) that I was able to follow because I'd never I didn't have the some things when I have a little bit of knowledge of something that's probably more dangerous than if if I'm stepping (laughs) into it. So I stepped into it, and I just started following what he said, and then there were the internet was was starting to you know 2006 it was starting to blossom i guess uh-huh. and so i was finding all this work and uh so i just the only the, there's a insecurity in that job you know going out there but and 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 always auditioning right it's like you're applying for a job every day of your life but when you say you found work you actually found work 
through, yeah. through these internet sites. You could go, okay, go over here, and they're hiring to do this and that type of thing. Right. Well, the, the very first thing that central cast central casting is anyone off the street can walk into central casting. You stand in line, you get your picture taken, and they put you in their thing. You become a, a background actor. They call right. it, some people call extra, but if you want a background actor, um, the very first thing they called me on was the TV show Scrubs. Okay, I which I that. had not seen at that yeah. point. Uh, but it was a funny show. It was a, a comedy. And it was, I had a shave, you know, I've got my, I've got a shaved head. I wasn't blessed with, uh, with like a head of hair <laughs> like you. And so I had to shave my head completely at that juncture. And they needed people who had a shaved head. And uh. that's what happens with central casting. You're, you don't have to be good at anything, right. you know. So, uh, but, but it, that's Colin Chambers' point with this book is that they need every type out there. But you, you know? actually got on the show? Oh yeah, for for a week. Really? Which is you know kind of unprecedented. It was it was because it was uh, such a kind of a niche thing that they needed. It was a whole group of us, uh, shave people, women too. Because they needed a what it was it was going to be a whole family that shaved their head in in solidarity with their loved one who had cancer and lost their hair is okay. what the story okay. was okay okay and then they they're having fun with it and they t- bring us on for a second week really so we're <laughs> I'm in two episodes uh-huh. you know of Scrubs and that was the very first job out there now do you have do you have copies of those. Uh, somewhere, yeah. Do you? Yeah. You ever get them out just seven? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I just remember the one one episode was called My Extra Mile, because they went the extra mile or something like that. And um, interestingly, this is the kind of thing that happens out there in Hollywood. You have a lot of, obviously, non-glorifying things, but there was an episode in that season, because then I, you know, then I watched, you know, I'm looking for my episode, you know, right. and there were... Um, you know, they were having having a baby, like a couple, you know, in the thing. And it was like this whole thing, like, should we keep the baby? Ah. Uh. This, you know, and it's like, oh, no. You know, what are they doing? <laughs> well, they, it was a, it ended up being a very pro-life really? statement. Wow. And then when they went, they went to, um, you know, out to eat with their friends to announce to them that they're pregnant and they're going to keep the baby, okay? And then you hear this gospel song come out. Really? And they close the story with like this life-affirming message and this Christian song. Wow. And you know that there are believers out there that are working <laughs> behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but that was 2006, and, and uh, uh, that was still pretty uh, out there for 2006. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, and that's that's what I was there for is is I'm on on set on that show as well as tons of others. All day long you wait and you wait and you hurry up and wait. And then you come on, you know? <laughs> um and so you sit there and just like you and I are talking right here, you're talking to I sat there at a table <laughs> with an atheist and an agnostic and I don't remember what the other person was, some maybe a Buddhist or something. And it's, it's almost like the, a punchline for a joke coming up. <laughs> really? And I'm able to share my faith. And I had, until that point, gone to Christian high school, Christian college, grown up in the church. Obviously, I've talked to people at the grocery store or whatever who are not saved. But I had never sat down with 
atheists and, and really share your faith and, wow. yeah and talk about that type thing so 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 you stayed there a year doing the, the what you were doing there uh, right. filling in having had a, a part here part there that type of thing so what is it that made you decide that we gotta go well economics <laughs> the, the equity money from the house hey, ran out. <laughs> you know we had the 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 real estate bubble the lord blessed us we sold right at the top of the mm-hmm. bubble and that was one of the things that was going on where the prices yeah. were going so yeah, high we, we sold our house that year i know yeah. exactly what you're talking about yeah so that was where we were like we were in the process of moving to um over to the west coast of florida and the things that we were looking at the prices kept jumping right and we, we said it there was something that god was saying it's you know throw your throw your net on the other side of the boat kind of thing right this isn't this isn't it and so that's when we ended up going out there and so we rented out there and and we as we were there you know i didn't make a ton of money i worked and worked and worked some some of the hardest work uh, that i've done but um you know it it is hard to make a living out there no matter what you do and it's expensive to live it is so expensive like five hundred thousand dollars you know our house was you know Hundred eighty thousand dollars, I think, is what we sold it for at that time, or whatever. Uh, we were in the one. We were looking at houses that are a hundred to one hundred twenty-five, mm-hmm. and though that type of house, where we were in, in uh, you know, anywhere in LA County or, or surrounding counties, would be six hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. you it's, know, it, it really is crazy. Yeah. And when you think about it, it's, you know, being Lake Wales, if yeah. you had six hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> you could buy a mansion. Yeah, I want to buy something on the lake, yeah, you right, know, yeah. with uh, scuba diving quarters <laughs> yeah. right next to it. Well, but so, uh, so all of this, so you you come back to Florida after that, right? And did you have a job when you came back? Um, no, no, so no. Yeah, we, faith. we struggled for a while okay. after that. And somewhere along the line, you. Ended I mean, up I got a job, but yeah, I was selling newspapers and just. But all but kinds but of to stuff. get into the field that you wanted to be in, which was, uh, you, it seems like the video thing. Of course, the uh, the whole doing a children's novel or children's books, and right. these these are all your niche things. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the line, you ended up in Mississippi. Right, and we'll we'll talk about that in a moment. But let me just tell the audience: well, I'm, I'm having such a good time talking to you. I got to remember we're here on radio. <laughs> <laughs> so the voice you've been listening to is Brother Paul Bass, former uh, manager of the Christian radio station here. WT, tell, tell me again. W- WVUP. Uh, no, the, here in Tallahassee. The TV station. Yeah. Okay. WVUP. Okay. Yeah. No longer in that position, <laughs> but we've got him here on the show. He's telling us his story. I'm, I'm enjoying this, but uh, wow. let me invite you to church. Uh, I'm pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast, and we love having visitors. FRCM.us, that's the website. 1105 this morning. Come and worship with us. We are between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. If you're heading down Capitol Circle toward Park Avenue, look for our sign on the right-hand side of the road. Come and worship with us. Also, don't forget to tune in on Saturday nights for the Saturday Night Gospel Sing on 94.1, a full hour of Southern Gospel music with me as the host. And, well, we always have a great time. And just so you know that uh, this show will be on podcasts. We'll be putting on a podcast here next week. Show number 955, so if you want to listen to it again. And later today, it'll be on Facebook, so you can find it there if you want somebody else to tune in, if you enjoyed the show. So that's always a good thing to know. And don't forget my good friends, Robin and Jim, AAA Constant Comfort. They do heating and air conditioning, and I always like to mention them because... 
Well, they help me a lot. I mean, I could I could do a whole show, Brother Paul, just telling you things that Robert has done to help us in the ministry wow. in the realm of air conditioning. Eight nine three nine five six six triple A constant comfort. So I got Brother Paul Bass back here on the show with us, and. Uh, Man, we've been all over the country. <laughs> so you came back from California. Uh, you said the east coast of Florida. You lived there for a while? In central Florida. Central Florida. Right. But somehow or another, you ended up in Mississippi with Brother Wilder. Right. How did that happen? Well, that's just another one of those things from a friend from Lake Wales knew someone who was helping to start this homeschool ministry called the Homeschool Channel. Okay. And it was part of American Family Radio. And I said, you know, I, I, I don't have, being in this industry, I have thrown my resume at so many people, you know, and so many times. And I just, oh, well, if they have what they're doing, then they, they're not going to need me or whatever, you know. <laughs> and so I got the second phone call from another friend who knew these, this friend. And, you know, so finally I made a phone call and then, you know, it, it, it opened up to, for us to go to uh, Mississippi and be a part of that, the homeschool channel. Uh, eventually I was uh, the head of it and uh, we had a social media we had videos we'd go around to conferences and highlight certain things that so, were so you could have, have a whole channel just about homeschooling right right oh yeah easily really? easily they they lost uh, sort of lost interest because they started going towards making movies uh-huh. and that's where it's kind of really interesting because it just got back from making movies <laughs> and my passion was sort of like this education thing started to happen in, in my mind in my soul and my spirit and i said well if you're gonna make those movies i, I still want to run this homeschool thing so for a while I, I ran the homeschool thing while they were making movies there and what kind of movies did they make were they, were they some of the uh like a thief of the night that wasn't them no no they just um you know they're just their family christian movies they put together okay. um a handful of them I see. I, they they have a animated series that they've started there's a really talented person named kendra white there that came from asbury over there and she She's really, um, you know, written a bunch of things like that and written these. They but did but a they were movie. still doing the television? I mean, they still had their stations. Yeah, they still, well, have, going on. they still have like 200 radio stations. And they also, you know, they have sort of TV online. They did do TV on sort of cable and they had a, like a, a Roku channel. And they had, a, um, there was a thing called Sky Angel. Yeah. Yeah. And Sky Angel is, is no more. They might have a... A presence somewhere out there, well, but that, that was Sky satellite. Angel was a satellite, right? A box. Yeah. Sky Angel yeah. was like a. Roku. I've heard of it. I'm, 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 I know. Yeah. I know a pastor here in town that that had it. So okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so they had a channel. You know, they were going to the link in and partner with Sky Angel, and then uh, that fell through. But it, you know, they they were online video mm-hmm. channel. But now with the, with the station that you were part of here in Tallahassee, mm-hmm. because it's over the air. Right. With, with the tower and, and everything. Right. So were they still doing that in Mississippi? Uh, yes. They actually see, that's how that's how I found this job is, mm-hmm. um, you know, I met met the people from, C, we had a partnership with CTN. So we were playing some of their content. Okay. They were playing some of ours and et cetera. 
and uh, you know they needed a manager down here and so it came down and went wow okay let's do this <laughs> and then you end up at the the big what you 30,000 feet yes 30,000 square feet <laughs> the, the old WCTV exactly. six building right on the Georgia Florida line right <laughs> and then you said I don't think we need all this space here oh my goodness no and then you didn't need the big rent either <laughs> right so yeah, the Holy Spirit brought us out of that one. So how long were you here doing that job? Six and a half years. Six and a half years. Right. And in the in the meantime, I'm sure you saw a lot of transformations as far as the, the what was happening in the ministry here as far as the TV network, that type of thing. But it's a challenge. Being, being involved in Christian anything oftentimes is a challenge because of that big thing called got to raise money. Amen. <laughs> to keep doing what you're right. doing. And sometimes it's hard to make people understand the value of of that type of ministry. Right. Uh, you know, broadcasting is the same way. I mean, uh, people say, well, I like to listen to the show and I enjoy that, but the fact that it actually costs money doesn't occur to people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. Was, was, I'm sure that was a challenge for you when you were there. Oh, sure. You know, I, I don't think I, I have the salesman persona that uh, would be really good in that type of a <laughs> right. position. But I really enjoyed, like I said, the the partnerships, the friendships that I developed. And, you know, really there for the for the last year, there, there was a, a new direction spiritually that the station started taking. I was very, very pleased with that. So. Now, do you still have the, the itch to want to act? Oh, yeah. Do you, so, oh, yeah. So do you have opportunity to do that? Um, here and there. My daughters, I've got some daughters that are, good at that uh -huh. and actually Evelyn that's what she wants to do for a living she wants to go and be involved in Christian theater and stuff like uh -huh. that um, is there such a thing uh, yes there is uh, I would say if you're ever in Branson Missouri they also have one they have them in other places but I know the one in Branson it's called Sight and Sound Theater and it's amazing it is like Broadway theater and they, you know, they write their own songs. They do, I don't know if they do two a year or how many they do, but they've done Jonah, they've done Noah and the Ark, they've done, really? the, you know, the, the Jesus, the, the Nativity Story. Just, and these things are, you go to it and you, you're just blown away. Huh. And so that, they have a school in Pennsylvania she would like to go to, but she's still praying about that because she's, she's not, uh, you know, there, there have been some things that the Lord's showing her lately that she's inclining her ear toward right. to see if there's so, but another But does direction. she like to, to act or, or sing or? All of the above, All uh, the above. dance, she, she's good at that too. But uh, I think the acting is, uh -huh. is her uh, so has she done that here locally, someplace? Oh, over in Monticello is uh, the, the opera, at the the opera, opera house. house okay. Yes, she's done a few of those productions. Okay, well, but that's the right. thing about it. that's that's how you sharpen your skills, right? Doing those type of things, even if it's secular, as long as it's not something that you would oppose. I mean, if the if right. the content was something you just couldn't be involved in, but to go and be involved in those things is is good because you're going to learn and right. you got people there who are uh, professionals. They can teach you and do that sort of thing. I, I think it's great. I know the, the Leon High School. Every summer they do those big productions here in Tallahassee, and I just think they're they're marvelous. I mm -hmm. just, uh, the only one I didn't care for was Sweeney Top. Just didn't care for Sweeney. That's yeah, whole thing about eating people. Just didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're and you know we we have to make that 
decision where you know we're not a, we're not the ones picking the play uh-huh. and so if that right, play right, we right. do the same thing as if we we don't go to a movie if it glorifies magic uh-huh. if it glorifies if it if that hero in the story is someone who's using the dark arts which right, would right. you know you and i would see as you know no e- evil but people are oh it's just a story and it's a pretty story well we 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 draw the line there so there's a teaching. lot of plays it's that do teaching. that you know the plays are like you know frozen this and which of this and whatever right. you know right. and we're like okay we, we're sitting out this one so you you, know? you would value that you say okay we're not gonna do that one but this one we can do right and, and then your daughter can go and be involved in it and have a great time and learn and grow from it and then we would hope that she would eventually be able to use those skills that she would learn to do Christian films or whatever now the school in Pennsylvania is that kind of their focus is Christian films right there's they are part of the the sight and sound theater that I mentioned okay they have they have I think three locations I mean they're huge too right. that's a, there's talk about money there, there's some money behind that <laughs> someone had some money to invest in that but at the uh, at Branson Missouri at the place you're talking about where they have this this type of thing going on do they train them I mean can you can you go there and get involved in it and they and, and be a learning experience See that's that's where I'm leaning myself is that I I think you know you there's there's little meccas like that I hate to say mecca but um, there's little areas like that and especially Branson Branson is very Christian oriented now we we've seen some things that are very surfacey but I don't know if you've ever been to Silver Dollar City and the Hershen family no, who no. they actually bought um, Valdosta. The um, Wild Adventures. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and they 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 did such a good job at Silver Dollar City. Some of these other places like Dollywood, Sil- and uh, and the place in Valdosta would would pay them to operate it. So I I have heard that they bought that okay. now Wild Adventures. But anyways, they're they're firm believers, and they've actually the the wife of the man who who founded it created Nazareth Village over in Israel. And uh, I interviewed her when I was with AFA. I was there in Branson. But they tell the gospel. Uh-huh. When you go and you ride on their little train ride, they'll they'll kind of like uh, do like a train robbery thing. And there's a, a morality play in there. And they'll tell the gospel. And then during different seasons, they'll also they'll you know they'll change up the story or whatever. But they'll they will flat so, out so give you of, an opportunity one of the to accept Christ. Be doing this. The maybe maybe we'll see. I yeah. don't know. I, I've we went there. You know, we had year pass a couple of years ago. Right. I mean, enjoyed. Right. They always have Christian music. Come yeah, out, they do. Yeah, you know. And, I, and I've been to some of those concerts. Right. I haven't been there a whole lot, but I, but I've been to the place. I remember when I first went there, it was so new that the trees were small. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and there was no shade because the trees oh, hadn't yeah, grown yeah. up yet. <laughs> right, and uh, yeah, uh, that's my, my biggest remember. But I've been there a couple times, and there have been some nice concerts that they do. Right, so yeah, I, to me that would be a great thing if the people will support it. Right, you got to get people that's willing to come to, to that type of thing. Right, but what I was just wondering that if, if Evelyn were to just go out there to Missouri mm-hmm. and. Uh, try to find a place I mean would they take somebody in that just wants a has the itch and and work with them and train them or do they, are they just like having people come in that's already got the training and right. put them in there I imagine for your larger parts they would you know be someone who's been through their system right. through their auditioning or whatever and then I would imagine 
when you get down to the the other parts you know you start getting less and less picky i that you know that just seems the, the way it works with other things but i there's also all these other smaller venues in that area too mm-hmm. so that's you know that's where i'm kind of leaning towards like can you just get near that yeah. one you know but Plus, the problem is for her right to leave your family right and go out there and, and the whole when you leave your family and all of a sudden you're you're in a place where you don't know anybody that that can so overwhelm right yeah I, I remember when i first went in the navy i'm going Wow, this is this is hard <laughs> because you're starting all over again in life, right? And until you begin to make relationships and make friends and and have some type of a life to to, to go into something like that, just without yeah. knowing anybody, it's hard. It's a hard transition, very much, especially for for a girl, a woman in this, a young woman sure. in this day and age, and a person with her convictions and, and that type of thing. So, right. Uh, but then again, sometimes if you've got the, really the heart to do something, so you just got to go give it a shot. And maybe uh, when one of your other children gets a little older, <laughs> and then they might go together. Right, And then right. They'd, they'd have that sharing t- together. But uh, that's a tough thing. It really mm-hmm. is. But then again, it's it's tough when you're, if you have a dream and there's something you want to do and you don't follow, that's hard too, mm-hmm. to, to keep saying, well, I got to do this, but it's going to be hard. Well, sometimes you have to get beyond that. But that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm all about dreams and visions. Yes, <laughs> people, yes, you're very encouraging. People, yeah, I tell people to follow your dreams. Yeah, do what what you feel like in your heart. God called you to do. You got to step out. You got to do it. Right, and, and of course, you don't always know. It's like when you went to California. You didn't know how that's all going to work out, mm-hmm. but you went out and, and you stuck out. And I mean, you struck out, not you uh, yeah, struck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went out there and you did it. Right. And probably, I would imagine that the things that you learned there, even though you didn't stay there and, quote, become a, an actor or whatever, the things that you learned are valuable to you. Yeah. Because you have things, skills that you take into other areas of your life now, even what you're doing. Right for the for the legislature, you you have things that you I'm sure you learn along the way. Right. Oh, I sat there. You know, I I had made video and I, and you know I went to a school that didn't have a whole lot of equipment. You know, and I, I was started in radio, and then went into video through the uh, working at USF in their video department, and then on and on. And I sort of self taught in a way. So then I go out and I'm and I'm sitting back and I'm watching. James Cameron, Spike Lee, you know, I'm watching and I'm watching the actors, but I'm watching also how they're making this thing. Uh-huh. And so when I came back, I was better at, sure. at making Yeah, to get that type of experience yeah. and to be around that type of environment. Right. You've bound to learn. <laughs> and, I, and I realized, like, I've been doing this by myself all this time. I need a, I need a big crew like this, you know? <laughs> well, uh, sometimes a crew is nice. I, I, I was listening to a, a radio broadcast one time. I was just traveling and uh it was a music show and then at the end of it, the guy began to give credits he said yeah we had this guy fly in up here to do this and this person flew in to do this and i'm thinking here i am with my little board yeah yeah <laughs> and my, my little two cd player right <laughs> and i do a gospel music show every every week <laughs> and i said okay that's one way to do it or yeah. you can just sit here and just do it just push buttons and learn how to talk and and it's about being self-taught mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm the master of being well you know i 
the, the skill level may not be all of this, but I, whatever I've learned to do, I've learned to do it on my own. So, well, you're a good testimony because I try to. I've been encouraging pastors for a while to get out there to to go on the radio, to go on the web, and to use whatever tools they can to get the message out there and fulfill that great commission. You know, by you can reach the world by a podcast. Yeah, you know, and so you're a good example of that. That's that's how things have changed. And like when I first started, which I've only really been back in it 20 years, mm-hmm. even though I, I had I'd done it years before that, it was, well, you had to get on an on-air station. But now, right. the, it's it's just out there. I mean, there's opportunities. Uh, and a lot of times, like I've got friends of mine who started with a podcast and then on-air stations pick them up. They go. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, the thing about it, with the, with the podcast, it's out there forever. <laughs> And like mm-hmm. when we do a show, like we when we air this show on ninety seven nine, when it's when it's over, it's done. As far as the listen now, right. it does go on the podcast. But I'm talking about before podcasts come along, it's it's over. But now right. you can somebody can tune in at any moment and catch the same thing and get the content. They can binge listen. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, because I don't know how many we got on there now, but there's a whole bunch of the of the talk shows and the data broadcast on podcasts. You can yeah, you can spend a few days right. if you just want to just sit and listen one after another. And a lot of people do that. Right. Because I, I people tell me this, I haven't come to this yet, but they'll they use the Bluetooth and then they're out working in their shop or their something or whatever they're doing. They got their podcast on, and they're listening to whatever, whatever their interest may be. Right, and uh, then they find, hey, there's a there's a gospel music show you can. Well, actually, not the music show; it's done on podcast. But this this, this show one is, is this yeah. year, and, and the net broadcast. So the mm-hmm. opportunities are, are tremendous for anybody. Yeah, <laughs> as you say, get your feet wet, <laughs> right, <laughs> and learn. And so like we always know, we'll make a few mistakes along the way, but we'll learn as we go. Absolutely. Now, I got a question before. I'm looking at my time here. Yeah. Going back to the children's books. Now, now, you you have published all of these, right? Yes. Do you self-publish? Right. Okay. If somebody wanted to do that, how would they go about it? Oh, I tell you what. It is so another one of those things that you can teach yourself and with just a little bit. You know, I, I have resources that i've bought you know for very cheap but that just walk you through it mm-hmm. but it really you go on you start an, an uh, amazon account and uh, a kindle kdp kindle direct publishers account okay. through amazon and then it really kind of walks you through it you but know then- just make sure you've got your you know your manuscript together and then it'll walk you through it, and it's really simple. And through Amazon, they'll help you distribute it. They yes, you and there's, there's two different. You can click on there and say you want to be exclusive on Amazon, and there's some benefits to that. You get a little bit more per book, and you get um, there's a possibility that they might advertise you. Yeah, yeah, trust me, you don't get much per book. Right, right, right. <laughs> my, my publisher calls those pennies from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so. But but if you but you don't have to click on that, you know, exclusive right. thing and with that, that'll go out, you can put it out to, you know, whoever you want to. It can go, you know, to the different Barnes and Noble or whatever. Right, but if, but if you have a, a that type of book that you've done or you want to do, that's a right. way, that's a way to distribute it and also a way to get it published. Right, with no money. There you go. I like that. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's just what you put out there, 
you know, it's it's there. And if somebody buys it, that's the thing is, I mean, you need to do a little bit of marketing yeah. with it or somebody, somebody teach you, know, you I'm that gonna part. Have to, I'm going to have to bring you back sometime yeah. because we just we just leave it mid-conversation. But it's, <laughs> it's time for us to pray. And, and Father God, I just thank you for Brother Bass and, and all that you are doing through his life. And I just pray for his family and his ministry. And Father God, we just give you glory and praise. We thank you, Father, for all that you do for us. And Lord, we just pray for our country. We pray for your kingdom, O oh God, that it will grow and expand. And Father, we pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. Amen. And these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother Paul, it's been Amen. great to have you on the show. Thank you so come, come much, back, Pastor Come back God. soon. Okay, I will. <laughs> and until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.